You are Locked On Steelers, your daily Pittsburgh Steelers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things on the Pittsburgh Steelers. It is Wednesday, June 2nd, and today we've got our guys, D9PHO and Josh Axrod, back on the show. And fresh things to talk about, Ben Roethlisberger spoke a ton on Tuesday to Steelers media during OTAs about his situation, his confidence in himself, his arm, his teammates, his admiration for the Pittsburgh Steelers as an organization. We're going to talk all things Ben Roethlisberger and what he said right here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, which you can download anywhere, but especially on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcast, and the app Odyssey. And remember, if you want to help out the show, leave us a five-star review with a positive comment, and you get a shout-out at the end of the show. Let's get into it. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, and as always on Wednesday, I am joined by Dean Ian Pietro and Josh Axrod, or as we are now going to be referred to as the agency. We came down to the choice that y'all gave us, and we put that final poll out there between the agency, the dudes of and the agency one, so that is our name. And... It's an exciting time here here this week. I know it's the middle of the off season. It's the it's you know June just got started, but we had some interesting stuff to talk about. And I know Dean's happy because Dean used to complain we, that all the th- good things happened on Monday, and then Tony would talk about them on Tuesday. But today, today we got Ben Roethlisberger talking on Tuesday, which means we get first crack on this show with the three of us. So. One of the the main thing that I think that, that that I wrote about for DKPittsburghSports.com and go check out my article on it is Ben came out and was like basically saying like, hey, I suggest it was my idea to take the pay cut. I wanted to do this because I think this team is very special. He talked about the defense. He talked about Juju being a leader. He talked about how much he believes in the team and how he thinks they're being overlooked. All the, he checked off a lot of say the right thing boxes with these statements talking about bleeding black and gold. He was asked if he ever thought about playing for another team. He said, absolutely not all, all the right things on top of being there on, on a second week of OTAs uh, after being there during the first week. Well, I, I'm not sure, but I think I heard uh, Tony on Tony Tuesday on locked on Rams talking about how Duck Hodges and Ben compare. <laughs> but Ben, this running joke of Tony on, on Rams. What a weird no. inside joke. <laughs> ben, you, you had to be here, Josh. You had to be here to see what. Um, I love inside jokes. I'd love to be a part of one one day. <laughs> uh, ben did say a lot of the right things. He did get a little snarky at times um, uh, in terms of being asked about you know the offense being more predictable. He was like, "Well, we're going to do something different on every single play." Probably, yeah. And he was a little. Took took a few little little snide shots, but for the most part, now I mean, his idea to take a pay cut. Okay, I mean, was it though? I mean, I don't I don't know anyone. That, I I can see him and where he kept clarifying it was he walked in and said, "I want to get this done, whatever it takes." That's different than walking in and saying, "Cut my pay mm-hmm. and I'll stay here," you know. Um, but but. 
it also might have been more of a simple thing where it's like he sat down at the end of the season was like looking like and his agents like look Ben they they ain't gonna be happy with your cap number after throwing four picks in the playoff game we got to come with some leverage if you want to play next year like this right and that could be that too and 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 part of what he mentioned later on too was you know asked about people like you know uh, Aaron Rodgers Josh um and (laughs) and Tom Brady and he didn't want to play for another team Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to go anywhere else, and so that's a big part of it, and that, that's commendable to me. Um, and in terms of uh, of what Steelers fans should like about this and and want to see with it, and so um, I, I think he did check off a lot of the boxes today, and 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 the reasons for staying, and how the contract worked out, and everything else. I mean, he does seem satisfied with it. There isn't any sign that he's not happy. And, you know, and he said, you know, I've made a lot of money. I wanted them to invest in other resources mm-hmm. and they brought Juju back. And, you know, so they, they're working together. It's an amazing concept when your quarterback works with your, with your leadership, mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers, and Ooh. you work together <laughs> to make things happen. And Ben Roethlisberger is kind of the blueprint there on how to do that right now. Josh, your take about Aaron Rodgers is still top two worst takes since I started this <laughs> podcast. Imagine not jumping at the chance to get that man in your team's uniform. Anyway, in still terms of Ben, uh, that's again an insanely bad take. Hey, it, let's let's talk about what Ben said today. Though. I'm trying cool to, story. Chris. I'm trying to. <laughs> Um, no, in terms of what Ben said today, I think it's again further proof that he listens to the Lockdown Sealers podcast. We, <laughs> we uh, yes, all we do is talk about leadership. Who's who are the leaders? Who are the most important voices in the locker room? And always comes back to Ben should be the most important voice in the locker room. He isn't always. The last couple of weeks, he's done some things to rectify that image of him that that we all seem to not all, but at least the three of us seem to have had of him. I don't really care if he came up with the idea to take the pay cut or not. Mm-hmm. He did it, and that's all that really matters. Right. And that's definitely yeah. a team first move, and it's a sign of, hey, I'm all in this year. Which, I mean, obviously he has to be all in this year because this is most likely his last year. But he's it, it's, a, it's a move to maximize what the team can accomplish based on the amount of money he's giving them back to work with. So... Yeah, no, it's it's bet again. I don't care if if I don't care if it was Colbert who came up with the idea and he was just like cool, but regardless, it's him finally showing up for the team in an off the field way that's really important. Right. Plus, he's been there at OTAs this whole time, which is a rarity for him, and it's nice to see him like talking up Dwayne Haskins and like uh, mm-hmm. uh, being there for Najee as he's getting used to things and just like being available for the media in May. That's like not a thing that Ben usually does as far as I know. No, so, yeah. uh, oh, go, uh, ahead, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, I was gonna say yeah, he, was, he was complimentary of Dwayne Haskins. Um, just yeah. saying he has the prettiest release and throwing motion that he's ever seen. Um, you know, he talked about how Najee Harris won't leave the facility to the point where the running back coach, Eddie Faulkner is like, hey, Najee, I need to go home. Uh, so like, you know, saying, saying all the right things and, and let's be clear, Ben has done a lot of saying the right things over the years. I I think it's just when, when push has come to shove and he's been irritated about something, you've seen that kind of seep through in those moments. Um, but you've also seen him not say 
you know, and not say anything wrong, but also not say all the right things and just kind of just be going about his day because maybe he felt like he didn't need to. This to me seemed, seemed like he came in here with an objective to cross off a few things um, and to say, you know, just to, just to say like, hey, I'm going to support these guys. I'm going to talk about, you know, who, you know, what's important to me and why I'm back and emphasize that I really came back because I do love it here. And, and again, this is kind of what I was talking about was how Ben Roethlisberger doesn't have, there's not a second in his mind where he's like, this team hasn't put everything behind me. He, they got me, they got me all the offensive linemen. They get me all the running backs. They get me all the receivers. They get me athletic tight ends. I have a defense that I'm excited to even just play on the other side of, and, you know, the, those things I think helped create this situation. And again, just a week and a half ago, we were talking about where we heard Aaron Rodgers go on and bash the, the Packers on national television and here you have Ben Roethlisberger in the second week of voluntary OTAs saying, I love the Steelers. Okay. But let, let's not paint Ben as a saint by any means. We're not paying him as a saint. We're not paying him as a saint. Just, no, we're, just for the record. But we're just, we're just, we're just saying is like, look, he's doing, these are all the right things he's been doing at least since that playoff loss, when he threw four interceptions, the worst career, career playoff, playoff loss he's ever had. Okay. He has done that. He's taken up. He's taken a five million dollar pay cut. He's he's he said all the right things. He's he even said how he was in the ear of Tomlin and Juju in the hours leading up to getting that agreement done to bring him back. So he was lobbying on both sides to be like, hey, let's make this happen. I think that's leadership. That's the kind of stuff you want to see from Ben. And I think it's showing where how much he's invested in this year. And it's not too late for that. I mean, Ben hasn't always been that leader, but it's not too late to be that. And hopefully the, the things that he's saying now are reflective of what's going on behind the scenes as well. And that he is able to actually be a complete leader. He's always been a partial leader. Your quarterback always is. But to be a complete look up to this guy leader, you know, having the receivers over, he's had the, the rookies over, he's working on building a team. And that is really good to see at this stage of the game. It certainly is. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, more discussions on things Ben Roethlisberger said, and just our reactions to how it just shows where the direction the Steelers are going. But first, we're going to talk about our friends at Build Bar. You need a snack that's going to both help you get through the rest of your day, but also be good for you. That's where Built Bar comes in. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They have 18 amazing flavors, including six of their newest ones, being caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. There's so much to enjoy. And also, don't forget, they help you lose and maintain weight. They're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, and great for anyone that's currently on a keto diet. Right now, Built Bar has a special promo code for you to get a great deal on their website. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON15 to get 15% off your next order. Again, that's LOCKEDON15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and you'll get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than charging prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. Best of all... 
Prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on, that's L-O-C-K-E-D, locked on in their how did you hear about us section so that they can know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com today. Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm your host Chris Carter here with D9 Pietro and Josh Axelrod for the agency. Um, but guys, we're continuing to roll here and uh, we're talking. He also talked about Matt Canada's offense and he talked about how this is new language he's had to learn and that he's adjusting to it. And he's like, hey, this is different. You know, I'm used to this style of offense that we've played for years. And he's like, there's a lot of different things in here. I'm going to have to get used to. He's like, I, and he even, he, he kind of came out and said a few different things. One, he said, he's never come. He never complained about playing under center. That's never been his problem. Um, and then he also came out and talked about how Matt Canada is like with more jet sweeps and more motion that that's the direction the NFL is going in. It, it really sounds like this has been kind of acknowledging I, this offense isn't going to do what I want it to do. I'm going to do what the coordinator wants me to do. That's the biggest tell that I got out of this. That's one of the two biggest ones. Um, Because, you know, Ben is calculated in what he says in these media availabilities. I agree. He, He knows what he's releasing. He knows what he's saying and how he's saying it and how it can be perceived. And that absolutely is a big, hey, this is not my offense. This is Matt Canada's offense, and I'm cool with it. And because those questions, of course, have been out there. Oh, well, Ben was running the show. That's why Ben threw 60 times. And is Ben going to let Matt Canada do all this? Yes, apparently. So, at least um, it sounds like it right now. Sounds like it. Now, he also said they've had conversations. And, you know, where Canada will say, well, you know, it's our offense. And Ben will say, no, it's your offense. And, can in you know he said you know then we'll, we'll present stuff and maybe if something doesn't work maybe we'll throw it out but it's we it's not me and and that's going to happen the conversations like that should be taking place between an offensive coordinator and a quarterback because the offensive coordinator wants to get the most out of the type of quarterback that he has and but those are good building blocks and good things that it's not this isn't just going to be you know thinker 3.0 okay <laughs> this is going to be Matt Canada's offense with his terminology and Ben has to learn it and the new guys have to learn it. And um, that's Ben's willingness to do that, especially at this stage in the career once again. And it's something he's not complaining about. It's something he's like, this is what we got to do. And he's there helping the young guys do it. Let me just say again, it's just wild as a university of Maryland grad that the Steelers have become Maryland North. Yeah. I- <laughs> did not foresee that happening but between all the players at Matt Canada and even the dearly departed Darius Hayward Bay and John Davis here we are but anyway mm. no um I I agree again I I agree with Dean that Ooh, whoa. It, it can only be a whoa. good sign that Ben seems to be taking his relationship with Matt Canada as a collaboration as opposed to a QB dictatorship which he's kind of done in the past to his offensive coordinators and I mean, in terms of the jet sweep stuff, like 
the Steelers have the personnel for that. Like Deontay Johnson is fast and Claypool yes. is fast. Yes. Like we got the receivers to run a lot hey, of really interesting motions. Ray Ray McDonald is fast. Ray, Ray Ray's a perfect, he's the perfect mm-hmm. jet sweep kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Steel, Matt, Matt Canada, Matt Canada's offense wouldn't work for every team is, is I guess what I'm trying to say. But I think the Steelers mm-hmm. have the personnel to really pull it off. And I think the major way to make that happen is if Ben realizes that he's got to abdicate some of the authority to the offensive coordinator this year to really like make things up. Well, I think part of it's also, you got to be fair to Ben. I would, it's maybe not be that he was the dictator on the offense. It was more so that they hired guys to cater to him and, and maybe not necessarily that he was like, Hey, so-and-so we're doing it this way. It's like, Hey, hire my boy, Randy Feekner, who's been my quarterback coach and who I trust and he'll design the offense and we'll work together. Um, Cause it was obvious that when they hired I me, mean, Bruce Arians was his boy. Todd Haley was not for some time. And it was, you know, they were, they, that was kind of made clear from the rumblings from the, from the team. Um, but they stuck it out together and they put up some really impressive numbers at times. Um, so I'm not sure if he was ever a dictator, but there was a sense that he had the voice of how the offense goes. He had the keys to the offense. I will say that I think that's a more fair metaphor if, if we're gonna if we're gonna gonna compare compare things. But this is what we all talked about after that Browns loss. Is like that day is over. The day of just let Ben air it out and all will be well. They they tried that for a decade. It just never got them to a Super Bowl. Why not go back to the system where, hey, you had a balanced offense where you ran the ball a little bit, you passed the ball a little bit, but you played great defense and you got after the quarterback and see if that can get you back to how you won the the Super Bowl the last two times you did with Ben Roethlisberger. I think him here, at least saying what, like you said, Dean, he's saying the things right now that that, that says like he kind of gets that this isn't. He's not the first thing right now. He's got he's got to kind of roll with the system instead of just be the system. That's where I hope it's more than just him talking in May about it. Um, Very true. Again, I don't want to see any game where he throws a ball 60 times. That's not going to be a good thing. And he's, he just needs to have the realization that he's, you know, in his late thirties and to throw the ball that many times, is not a good thing for him or for the offense. And that the balance is what's important. The balance will breed more success and success is ultimately what you want. Um, and, and, and let me just walk back my dictatorship comment just a little bit. I didn't, I didn't mean that quite as strongly as it sounded. I yes, you did. Yes, I just, yeah, you did. Yes, you did. You, you don't, don't, you don't, don't back down now, Don't try to back down. No, unlike, no, no. unlike the authority we have on this podcast over our name, you <laughs> quite mean that Ben was a dictator over the offense. I just meant that he had more influence over how the offense functioned than the offensive coordinator at times over the last decade plus. And it's nice to see that he seems to be working with Matt Canada more than yeah. – more than what he has been doing with his coordinators in the past. You so can't take it let back, me, let me, Ben's, let coming have this. Ben's coming for you. Ben's coming for you. Ben's gonna be knocking on your door, Josh, and uh-huh. it's a wrap. Oh, is his Twitter account gonna block me again? <laughs> then not block me again. Yeah, he, <laughs> but Dean, Dean everybody's Twitter account used to be blocked. I was blocked by Ben. I was. I've never been blocked by Ben, and Final Word was never blocked. No, that just means you're not big enough or important enough. Oh, ow. I, I ain't saying nothing. Ooh. I ain't taking no shots at Final Word because I like being on that program. Um, so I, I will. Oh, Final Word is great. I just meant Dean specifically. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Dean, we can take shots at. Oh. Um, 
<laughs> get this <laughs> knife out of here. <laughs> we got to take another break. When we come back, I want to get to specifically his comments about Juju because I thought that was that was my question to him, and I thought that was pretty interesting. We'll talk about that after this word about BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag, the only place that we trust here in the Lockdown Podcast Network to place bets on. Even though football season's over, there's a ton of different ways to make money by gambling on sports right now. If you go to BetOnline.ag today and sign up for your free account, you'll get a 50% bonus to your first deposit simply by entering the promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON, all capital letters and all one word. And that will get you your 50% bonus on your first deposit. Right now, sure, the NFL is done, but you can put money down on where certain free agents might be going in the NFL. You can also bet on college basketball, the NBA, and the NHL. All different ways to get off the sidelines and get in on the action. BetOnline.ag. Remember, use that promo code Locked On, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, Locked On, all capital letters, all one words, to get a 50% bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Back here on the Lockdown Steelers podcast, I'm your host, Chris Carter, here with D9 Pietro and Josh Axelrod for the Wednesday episode with the agency. Now, guys, they talked, he, he, Ben Roethlisberger also talked about Juju Smith-Schuster. And when he was at, when I, I asked him about him, because everyone was asking, oh, what's it like to play with Najee? And what's it like to play with the new offensive line? And I'm like, okay, but what's it like to play with the guys that you that you were excited to be back here with? Because, you know, he's missing uh, Villanueva, he's missing Pouncey, but he, he does get back Juju. And he said the following about Juju. He said, quote, I was excited to get Juju back. I was in his ear and Coach Tomlin's ear a lot during the last 12 to 24 hours of Juju signing back here he's a familiar face and a guy that brings so much to this team is there a guy in the nfl on third and medium that you want the ball in his hands as much as juju i can't think of one what what he gives and the passion he gives to this city and this team to help us win is awesome as young as he is he's the leader of this group and it's a young receiver group that we have a group text around he talked about how um he he had he had he has juju over sometimes and they'll play a, a game that he called pig i'm not sure what pig is I don't know if either of you guys do, but he talked about how he beat them and they get to talk trash and it's, it's fun to have them around. And that that having that receiver group, including Juju was a big reason why he wanted to come back in the first place. It's a big piece of the continuity that he doesn't have anywhere else in the offense. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have it on the offensive line. He doesn't have it at running back. Right. He needs to have that somewhere, right? So the receivers are it. And so to that end, where I know I originally was not for Juju's return, um, and I acknowledge that, it's probably going to be a good thing for Ben to have that, yeah, (laughs) I hate to say veteran because he's so young, but that veteran presence um, along with Claypool and Deontay. And I mean, these are, there's an important comfort zone there for Ben Roethlisberger in his later years with that while everything else around him is changing. And, you know, it's not surprising that he was uh, in the year trying to bring Juju back. And it's, uh, it, and it shows the faith that he has in Juju. He talks about, you know, on third down, you don't want anybody else but him. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that is true on third down. I mean, Juju's a guy he's, he's your, your go-to guy without question. I, I believe he had the, second most con- third down conversions 
of any slot receiver in the NFL last year. And the only one was Keenan Allen, who is, you know, people have said for the past, I'd say six years, he's maybe been the best slot receiver in the NFL. Mm -hmm. Um, Josh, you and I have talked a lot about Juju and what he does bring to the team. But, you know, for all the people who say Juju is this or that, Ben is sticking up for him and Ben is fighting to keep Juju. What does that say to you about their relationship compared to how people try to make out Juju's relationship with the team to be? Um, I think it's really good to know that they have a relationship uh, that ha- hasn't always been evident when Ben has had re- relationships with, with his receivers in the past. And usually when that comes out, it's kind of negative because you, it's either, I don't know. It, it's ben, again, as we talked about, Ben isn't the most vocal guy off the field. And when he is, it's not always, he doesn't always direct that energy towards his receivers in the most positive way. But no, hearing him stick up for Juju is like, if that's one of the reasons Juju stayed in Pittsburgh, that's awesome. Like, obviously Juju said at the time he wanted to stay here because he loved the city. He enjoyed his life here and he liked being a Steeler. I love the idea that another reason was that Ben was in his ear being like, I got one more year, man. Got one more year. I need you. We're going to do some damage here. I really, really need you. And, to, and again, the Steelers have an, a stacked wide receiver core, like between Juju, Deontay, James mm-hmm. Washington, mm-hmm. Uh, Claypool, mm-hmm. Ray Ray on occasion, now, mm-hmm. the, now the two tight ends. Like, man, Ben's got all the weapons that a QB can ask for. And as we discussed in the last segment, now he just has to step back a little and really figure out how he can best be utilized to maximize their talents. And having yeah. Juju back is just like, honestly, the icing on the cake at this point. Now, here's a funny thought. Now, Dean, you talked about how Ben can craft responses or things that he says with intention. Mm-hmm. Here's a thought that I've had. When he talked about Juju, having Juju over to his house, playing games, and, and having that relationship with him, that was the very thing Antonio Brown accused him of not doing with him. He never <laughs> has me at his house. Not that, not that this would be good or bad either way, but I would find it particularly hilarious if Ben went into this, this meeting and thinking, I'm going to say this just to put this out there because I hated the way that, that, I, that I was talked about when all that stuff was going down. I don't think he, I'm not sure if he actually did, but I thought about that and I was like, oh, this would be hilarious if that was his petty way of being like, hey, A.B., I know you got a Super Bowl ring, but which all that stuff you said about me was messed up. And Ben still has two, so you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean that that would that would be the ultimately crafted statement. That would be incredible. I I too, I don't think that he went that far truly with it, but maybe in retrospect, oh, well, it has happened to come out that way. So cool. <laughs> I mean. Right. I mean, there's no, there's almost no way that, that was Ben's intent. I'm just going to say that up front. But I'd also just like to point out that Antonio Brown is a lunatic and I wouldn't want that man in my house either. So, <laughs> how could I you mean, not want, how could you not want a talent like that, Josh? How could you not want a man with all his talent? What talent? Uh, that's got to be the second worst take you've had. <laughs> oh, good. I knew where he's going with this. <laughs> oh, good. Dean's been paying attention. That's what I like to see. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is arguably the second or third best quarterback in football. Just say. 
Antonio Look, Brown to Thomas, the best wide receiver in the NFL. Maybe he's not even years. a top 10 receiver anymore. Who cares? <laughs> Shoot. Well, okay. But, but all things aside, Dean's point, I think, does hold merit here. <laughs> Juju, for all the things that people paint him to be, he ain't never had no tantrum like that. He, nope. ain't never, he ain't never thrown furniture off a balcony. There's mm-hmm. no charges against him. The only, the, the only charges against him are that he dances too much on TikTok. And if right. that's if, if that's what I mean, if anything, I would think that like with with all Ben's kids, Juju would be entertaining as all get out for them because he would be able to relate to. He's like, hey, I play video games. I do this. I do that. And they like I, I'd be like, that'd be a guy I want around. But yeah, Antonio, with, with, with all the things that we've kind of found out in the background that we're going on. Yeah. OK, then maybe maybe Dean's right. Maybe it's, it was it was just about you know Josh was right excuse me Josh you brought this up he said thank you yeah, my bad my bad my bad I'm mixing <laughs> up my, my 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 guys in the agency um, he's used to me being right it's okay yeah it's, no he's not right. I guarantee that's not the case <laughs> um, but guys we got to wrap it here because we got to get to some other things going on a lot of stuff going on dkpittsburghsports.com that we're working on if you want to read my stuff there go check it out at DK Pittsburgh Sports I got a story on what Ben said Dale Lolly's gonna have his five thoughts on all the things that Ben said uh, but Dean Josh. Thanks for being on. Dean, let people know they can find you, follow you, and get more of your work. I am Dean16 on Twitter, and find me in the Facebook Locked On Steelers group. Same to you, Josh. I'm also in the Locked On Steelers Facebook group. You can find me on Twitter at Jaxelberg with an H, and you can find my work at postgazette.com. Awesome. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Carter Critiques. You can also read my work at DKPittsburghSports.com and listen to other podcasts that I do for them on Pitt football, basketball, and the Steelers um, and all the other things we got going on. Check us out there at DK Pittsburgh Sports and subscribe to the Locked On Steelers podcast. Remember, we're on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and the Odyssey app. Rate us five stars with a positive comment, and you get a shout out at the end of the show. We'll be back tomorrow with more on the Locked On Steelers podcast. Mm-hmm.